To celebrate the holidays, we're bringing you 12 days of family history research. So we're going to take this opportunity to get back to basics of family history research. And each day, we'll bring you a different strategy that will help you find your family. Merry Christmas from Journey Through the Generations. Hey everybody, welcome back to Journey Through the Generations and today is day 8 of our 12 Days of Family Research series. Today we're going to talk about immigration records, but before we get started on that, uh, I would ask that if you haven't gone back and listened to uh, previous days 1 through 7, I request that you kindly go back and take a listen um, and let us know what you thought about those and share them with a family uh, friend, any of your genealogy buddies, the librarian, the historian, whoever you know, uh, tell them about us. I would appreciate it. So, Trisha, today, immigration records. Um, today gave me the opportunity to actually do a little bit of research because this is a record set that I'm not very familiar with. Yeah. Um, I, as far as I know, I haven't discovered any immigrants in my family. And I have never had to look up um, someone who immigrated from a different country in my family research. Yes, and I haven't either. However, um, when I was doing research on the doctor, which is my great grandfather, somebody had already done the research and found. And so when I found his information in family search, I think it was. I was able to see it. So I technically I didn't research the immigration records, but I have his um, the ship's manifest for when he arrived here to the U.S. So I'm with you. I don't have that experience doing mm-hmm. it by myself. Yeah. But we've done a little bit of research for you. Yeah. And uh, we and learned a little bit. We did. And this we reminds to, me of when I go to conferences, I always pick yeah. a, a class that I don't know anything about. Um, so this is gave me the opportunity to find out more information about immigration records. Yep. So I think the important thing um, is to understand what we have and what we don't have. So we know that until January of 1820, the United States government did not require passenger lists. Um, but soon at, well, I guess it wasn't soon after that. I think it was 1881. They required the, uh, the ship to provide a manifest of all the, pe- the, uh, all the passengers that boarded at the foreign port. port. Right. So mm-hmm. when they got on the ship, they were required to um, write their names and some basic information down. Yeah. And then they would turn that in to where they got to the United States. Mm-hmm. They would turn that list in to them for their for their records. And so the the thing about that is, is that they didn't require a bunch of detailed information. So you might not find a whole lot in those. Um, but it's still worth seeing because right. you get a date. 
mm-hmm. that the ship left and the date that the ship got to the U.S. And importantly, you know, where they came from, the country that they came from. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes depending on, you know, who was documenting it. But the most part, the most of the information was their nationality, their birthplace, their birth date. Their last known residency with the date with an address, um, their occupation in the in their country that they were coming from, who they were coming to live with, and also um, a general description of what they look like: eye color, hair color, skin color, and things like that. Yes, and so in 1891, the Immigration Act was passed. And it required that information be collected about immigrants that were entering the United States uh, over land, not just on on the ships. Uh, right. Coming. So, mm-hmm. um, so for people who was coming from Canada and Mexico in 1891, it sounded like I said 1991. It's 1891. It they required further documentation. Mm-hmm. So they were coming in land by land. So, an uh, interesting fact that I saw was that um, approximately 40% of the foreign passengers that arrived in Canada were actually bound for the United States, which I think happened to my great-grandfather. I think he entered in Canada and then came through to the United States um, from Canada. So, um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty interesting well, I don't know. I found it well, I mean, I, I mean, when I think about it, you know, of course, America is the land of immigrants because that's kind of how our mm-hmm. country was founded. But it's not just people don't just come to the United States. People come to other countries. So we're not the only ones who would have this information. So on the flip side, if your family's from here and immigrated somewhere else, that place, whether it be, you know, France or Australia or whatever, would have the same information from them coming from America to that country as well. Yes. And so um, so people came on ships here um, to many destinations um, in the U.S. or different ports, you know. So there was most of the ports, I think, were in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um or I guess, I don't know say most, probably the biggest ones. I would but say anyway, the majority of them. Yeah, were, yeah. Uh, Baltimore, New York, Boston, all those kind of Philadelphia, all those mm-hmm. areas. A lot of people came through there. But don't forget that a lot of people actually came in through the south border, too, uh, through New Orleans and in Florida. Uh, my, as my, I think Miami mm-hmm. and uh, as well. So. Um, so just don't, I always just thought of the Northeast. I always think of New York, Um, honestly, Ellis Island is the first thing I think of. So, but you remember that there are also ships that came to the United States through other ports as well. So don't limit yourself to just, you know, a particular area. It could have been a lot of different ports. So, you know, make sure you do your research on that. And when we're talking about um, records, obviously, we're talking about, you know, um, ship manifest, passenger list, petitions for naturalization, certificate of citizenship, um, anything like that that would have to do with the documentation of them becoming a citizen or being in America for the first time. And places that you could find that information, of course, I feel like I'm being repetitive on all of these podcasts, would be a familysearch.org. 
um, ancestry. You can go to statueofliberty.org backslash Ellis Island and get the Ellis Island records specifically. Um, so there's in the National Archives, of course, have um, some of those records as well. So we have a lot of choices in when you where you can find these records. Yeah. And just remember that um, Ancestry is a paid site, so you can do some kind of initial research, but you may not be able to see everything. So just know that. And then Family Search is also available, too. All right. And like Trisha said, um, you know, there's a lot of different information that comes with um, these manifests. So I, like I mentioned that uh, the doctor had um, he came to Canada through mm-hmm. Canada. So we have his record when he came through Canada. And then we also have his record from when he came into the U.S. from Canada. And so this particular uh, border crossing, um, what is this border crossing form, I guess? Mm-hmm. It had his uh, age, which he was 24, um, that he was a male, where he came from, um, his occupation, that he was a plumber. Um and he was able to read and write. And then he came from the British West Indies, which is Guyana now. And so if you look at this, there are other people on this list. And there are one, two, three, four, five other people that came from uh, Guyana right. as well. At the, I think it was at the same time or near. Yeah, that, um, I think this one is all the same date. It has the date, obviously, the, the arrival date. Right. And then um, and you can tell like what their race is. So three of them were uh, black. One was Scotch. It says Scotch, which I mean is Scotland, probably. Um, and then one was Portuguese. And so knowing what we know today about Scotland and it's. Um, People going back and forth from Scotland to Guyana to farm and all that good stuff. Um, That sounds right. And then it also shows what his final destination is going to be. And his in particular was Boston. Um, And then also how much money he had. So um, and then uh, here's the I think one of the most important parts is one of the questions on here is, are you going to join a relative? And if so, what relative and what's the name and address? Mm-hmm. And so my particular, um, oh, no, he asked somebody. He put, um, no, that's somebody else. I can't. I think his was right here. He said no on here. Um, but anyway, I believe that the person name above him, they were together, um, you know, going. Right, yeah. So, but anyway, just to say, there's just a lot of information that you can find on these ship manifests. What I'll do is I'll uh, make a copy of this and put it on our Facebook page. So you can go over there and take That's a look a at idea. it mm-hmm. and, you know, let me know what you think about it. It's pretty cool um, to see. Yes. And I have been told at different conferences that I've been to is that I am in the minority when it comes to people who have um, immigrants in their family. Now, I must admit, I didn't. I thought it was because of my African descent and that my family was enslaved. But as you can see from Philip's history, family history, it doesn't matter what where you come from. You could have immigrants in your family. Yeah, I think this is an awesome record. I was so excited when I saw this. Um, 
And if you listen to us, you know uh, my story with with the doctor, mm-hmm. which is what it's I call fascinating. Him, the doctor. Um, but somebody did a lot of this work for me, and I didn't have to do um, anything. So, um, but tell the story. Uh, yeah, I'm just telling the story. So. Uh, you have anything else? No, I don't. All right, perfect. So, um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, talking about immigration records. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to go and find some uh, records of your folks. Um, go over to our Facebook page and comment on the photo I put of um, my relative's um, ship manifest or border crossing manifest. Um, and let us know what you think. Um, go back and take a listen to all of the past episodes that we have. Tell a family, friend, genealogy buddy, partner, whatever it is that um, we are putting out some good content over here. All right, guys. We will talk to you guys later. Thanks, guys. Yeah,